We're talking Lamar Jackson yet again. And we've got a bunch of teams reportedly out in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. One of which can't even be involved to begin with. So this report's funny. It's cute that the, the Dolphins are, are out when they can't even negotiate with Lamar. They're prohibited uh, negotiating with Lamar. But we're going to break down all this. J.C.I.M. Mason, uh, first in the building today. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. File on in. Let's go. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We're here to talk more Lamar Jackson, and uh, we've got some updates since we were live last. Some updates on this situation. We're going to be breaking it down right now, right this very second. We got Instagram live, we got Twitter live, we got YouTube live. We're doing it live. Appreciate everybody being here. File on in, punch the like button on your way in the door, and let's get to discussing the topics at hand. Lamar Jackson uh, was franchise tagged earlier uh, today. Slap with the non-exclusive tag. A tag I believe to be a mistake because of the, the ability to command more than two first-round picks. However, however, there is something to say for the fact that there are teams that are already out immediately. Teams we thought would be in play. Is there potentially uh, uh, less of a market for Lamar than your boy Smitty even thought? We'll find out. All it takes is one team. All it takes is one team that wants to acquire this man for what's going to constitute two first-round picks, which is, in my opinion, a steal. Now, granted, the problem is going to be the money. The amount of money that he's requiring and requesting is potentially going to be a, a roadblock uh, for for the, the acquiring team. Um is Insta- Instagram, can you see me okay? Is everything streaming properly? I just want to make sure I'm good to go on uh, on your end. I see it like pausing on my end, so I just want to make sure I'm good to go. Uh, but we're going to discuss. Carolina is reportedly out on Lamar Jackson. The Raiders were one of our biggest potential landing spots for Lamar. How are they out? Are they really going to go Jimmy G shopping? They're not getting Aaron Rodgers. What are the Raiders thinking? This is more of a debacle than the situation to begin with in Baltimore. The Miami Dolphins, again, very cute that they think they could get in on this mix. They're prohibited from negotiating with Lamar because they don't have a first rounder in 2023. In order to negotiate and offer up an offer sheet, you must have a 2023 first round pick. So they can't even they can't even go after Lamar. So some of this reporting, I don't know that we just we just trust that all of it's concrete. None of it's going to change. None of it's off base. So the fact that Miami's even being talked about from big news sources. Miami Dolphins are out. They're not in. They never could be in. You need a first rounder to negotiate. So so I, tread lightly with some of these. The Atlanta Falcons, that's depressing. This one right here. I'm really hoping this report is wrong. Where is this report? I have it somewhere right here. I think it's Diana Rossini. Um, I, I respect her. I'm, I'm not suggesting that her reporting on this is wrong, but I hope her sources have it all backwards. I hope her sources are wrong. I hope they change their mind. I hope this is just weird conversation between uh, somebody and 
and reporter saying, well, are you going after Lamar? Oh, uh, no, we don't have plans of that. When They don't know. They haven't even discussed it yet, and they could go after him. Who knows? Let's not close the door on all of these. We will put X's next to the teams that have reportedly been out, according to some of the reports. I don't know that it's going to end up being the case, though. Uh, and the Washington Commanders are potentially the next team that might be out on Lamar already. This is a number of teams that aren't even interested in going down the road of Lamar Jackson, which is, is kind of head-scratching to me. But we'll see. Maybe this plays out perfectly for the Ravens. We shall see. But it's certainly not going to put Lamar in a good mood. It's certainly creating animosity. And let's say that no good offer comes to Lamar Jackson. And he goes back to the Ravens. He goes back to the Ravens on a $32 million deal. And he's disgruntled. Maybe they try and work out a long-term deal with him still. They'll have until July 15 to do so. So maybe he ends up in, Le in Baltimore at the end of the day anyway. But I do believe that we will not see every team boycott Lamar Jackson at the cost of two first-round picks. We haven't even had people send offers out. Here's an offer sheet. Boom. They know he wants a lot of money, but who's not going to go out and slap an offer sheet down? I'm not buying it that all of these, and again, Miami can't get involved. I'm not buying that Carolina, Las Vegas, Atlanta, and Washington are actually all out. I think they were asked questions, point blank. Are you going after Lamar? No. Are you going after Lamar right now? No. Are we trying to, to tip our ha our hand? No, we're not. So we will have to wait and see on this and, and, and play, uh, play it by ear. Here's some of the reports right here. Dolphins will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson or any other starting quarterback this offseason. Multiple team sources tell me. This is Jeff Darlington. I like Darlington sometimes and other times I don't know. Who's telling him though? What team sources? I'm kind of tired of this sources game. Everybody's got sources now. No one takes accountability. My my thinking in this industry is that if you aren't able to get someone to put their name to it, then they're probably not all that confident in the information because they're not somebody that's able to talk on it. So there's somebody that's trying to talk out the side of the conversation and they don't have full authority to even make the, 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 the comment. You know what I'm saying? I get a little tired of how sources have been so accepted. Like this used to be a thing that would say, okay, until we know a source, we're not buying it. Now we buy every sources report we get. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying let's not jump to conclusions that all these teams are out. But Jeff Darlington saying that the Dolphins are not pursuing Lamar Jackson makes me think, okay, doesn't he get, and am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but the Dolphins can't even participate in a non-exclusive tag player. They can't negotiate with them. You're required to have a first rounder. So that makes this report like, I don't know. I don't even know what, what I'm making of that report. Uh, this one right here, it's, is that the same report? I dragged it on my screen twice. This one right here, uh, details on the Daniel Jones. We'll get to that. That's that's such a crazy situation. This one right here, the, the Panthers are not expected to pursue the Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who's been non-franchise tagged. Sources say, again, sources. Here we go. Sources. Nobody's confident enough to put their name to it. How reliable are these? Let's let's stop acting like this is the, the end-all, be-all of all these conversations. The Raiders are unlikely, according to Vinny, uh, whatever his name is. We already know that the Falcons aren't on him either, per Diana Rossini, ESPN. Uh, tough to say what all this means. Let's hit the, the the chat and see what everybody's saying. We got a super chat in here. It's a $10 hauler from Heating Up Podcast. Let's hit that moonshot button for our boy, Heating Up. Heating Up says, Smitty, Smitty, you got to get Giants talk in here. Fantasy outlook on Danny Dimes, Saquon after those monster deals. Uh, Wandell Robinson and Daniel uh, Bellinger, a top 10 fantasy tight end. 
I, I, I like Wandell a little bit. We'll see how he, he uh, you know, he, we'll see how he recovers and everything, how, how it all goes for this guy. I, do, I think there's upside with Wandell. But uh, Bellinger, I don't know. I, I'm not super sold on him. I kind of like him, but I, I don't know why everybody's enamored by him. It kind of reminds me when everybody was enamored by Irv Smith, you know, or or even Cole Komet. Cole Komet's decent right now, but when everybody backed him, it was like there was nothing really to show for yet, and everybody just kept saying, look, this is going to be amazing. Bellinger's got upside, but he's got to kind of prove it to me. As far as the Danny Dimes stuff, we're getting to that heating. We're getting, that's next. Um, we'll, we'll get to the, the Danny Dimes. I'll put this on the, on the screen here for you, actually. We'll put this on the screen as the next topic. We'll say, uh, New York Giants. Okay. How's that? New York Giants. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else relating to Lamar other than Miami, Atlanta, Carolina, Las Vegas, and Washington potentially out? Uh, why wouldn't Seattle trade Gino his new deal and a first for Lamar says Seth. Most teams, Seth, aren't gonna go sign a guy to a big contract and then just trade him. I don't. I don't even know that that's ever been done, unless it's been by design of some sort. Like we're gonna sign him here, trade him. It's all part of the game, and the in the deal. Like you don't put your faith in someone, sign a big fat deal, and then just trade him. And not to mention who wants that contract. You know what I mean? If the Falcons stick with Ritter, you're gonna rethink Pitts and London as Moonmen. No, I will not, because guess what? Everything's relative. Their ADPs will change. Uh, and we will see them even get even cheaper. So when we look at this Moon Men list, the Moon Men, and we see Kyle Pitts on here in London, space. they're now value guys. These are now value guys. Space monsters. And I don't think I think they both drop about a half a round. So I'm actually a, a little bit, uh, you know, equal parts upset that we don't have a big name signal caller in Atlanta. However, it's not all done yet. We don't know for sure that Atlanta won't get into this quarterback race. You know, I, I, I don't. People are going to answer questions very differently depending on the situation, and maybe they're not after him actively now, but they could be tomorrow. Or who's to say the person answered the question? I don't even know who who is asked the question. Does anybody have the actual individual? Because this is being reported, but we don't know who actually in, was interviewed and and responded. Like who who said who's the person per source? We don't know. So per source doesn't do it for me. I'll put them on screen. Because I like this. I'm xing out Carolina. I'm xing out Miami because they can't negotiate. That's the part that bothers me. Is like Darlington's the source here, talking about sources that are giving him the information, and he's talking about Miami as if they could even partake in a, in a non-exclusive arrangement. They can't. They don't have a first rounder. You have to have a 2023 and a 2024 first rounder, to my knowledge, to even partake in potentially negotiating with someone that is non-exclusive franchise tagged. So the fact that we're looking at reports like Darlington's that say the Miami Dolphins will not pursue Lamar Jackson, they can't pursue Lamar Jackson, not unless he returns to Baltimore without signing uh, uh, an offer sheet. And he plays him, you know, he's on the Ravens roster, he's at the $32 million, and then they negotiate some sort of trade at that point, which could happen. But that's a totally different scenario that's a mile away, and it wouldn't be in the context of what he's saying. So I don't know how I'm taking half of these reports, to be com- completely honest. I just feel like it's, it's, it's a lot of, like, smoke, you know, coming from people that are reporting on it immediately. And to their defense, to Darlington's defense, to anybody's defense, they're asked to report on this 
very rapidly. Like, here's the news. Everybody's racing to get it out to their Twitter and trying to figure out how to how to word it as quickly as they can. They don't have all the information yet. They're being told something, and they're just basically sometimes relaying that information without even sometimes looking like they know the details like the Miami Dolphins situation. Uh, heating up, appreciate you dropping that super chat. Uh, looks like we got one more super chat from Silva. Silva dropping a wad on screen. Silva, appreciate you. And everybody else, hit that thumb up button on your way in the door. We get 29 thumbs up. 29 people have wiped their feet. 113 of you in the building. We're live whenever news breaks, just so you know. I'm always live when news breaks, and I'm also live Monday through Friday, which is what this show is right now. I'm live when news breaks. I'm live at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm live at midnight, which we're doing later, to do Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. Match up to $100 in your first deposit. I'll drop that link in the live chat so you guys can definitely get signed up ahead of time, because if you aren't signed up ahead of time, you won't get in. We're going to be doing some some live best ball drafts together on Underdog Fantasy using this promo code Smitty right here. I'm going to drop in the live stream right now. Um, We will find out what's what, guys. I know a lot of you are thinking that this Lamar Jackson situation isn't going to change um, and that he's going to have no offers. I highly doubt that's the case. I, I saw a report on ESPN right now that said that at least one team uh, is being reportedly interested, and they're not—they're not, they're not uh, disclosing what team that is. Um, I don't know. We'll find out when. Uh, East Coast Daddy dropping uh, an exclusive, ch- uh, or dropping five YouTube exclusive memberships. Thank you, East Coast Daddy. You're an absolute monster. Um, thank you so much, pal. You're 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 a you're a gem here on the channel, my guy. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna dig into this. We're gonna open the phone lines. Uh, let me drop this link for Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Link has been dropped. I'm going to pin the link. So if you want to partake in the best ball drafts live with me and get into a private league on best ball with me, 11 other people and me in a private league together going the course of the whole season, you need to click that pin link and subscribe uh, or, or use that promo code Smitty, which is in the link. And let's go for, for the underdog drafting. Open the phone lines. Let's roll. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Okay, so um, we'll talk about Lamar throughout the entire show. The A-Rod situation, we're still in waiting. Um, Sauce Gardner earlier uh, you know, sent out a tweet. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, if you come to the Jets, I, won't, I promise I won't pick you off in practice. And uh, he'll even throw away this cheese head. So, you know, they're making, they're trying to build rapport with this guy. This is what you do. You lobby to bring him in, right? You lobby to bring him in. Uh, New York Jets have flown uh, Woody Johnson's private plane to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers which is a- absolutely fantastic um, that this could be maybe get kickstarted uh, and and we see Aaron Rodgers land in New York. I want Lamar or Aaron Rodgers in New York. I want Garrett Wilson to have one of these signal callers, and I really very much hope that the Jets are in in the in the in the business of looking into this Lamar Jackson situation because I think it's good for the long term. I think Lamar needs wide receivers. I think Lamar's a bus candidate in Baltimore no matter how long he's there, no matter what they try and do. I feel like they don't enable him, and I hope that Lamar does not return to Baltimore because he'll be in a void for me for for a, for a big part of the season. I, I, I think he could do well for about half a season. He usually does. He either gets hurt because they put too much on his plate. They don't give him wide receivers. They, they go run heavy, and then they rely on, on Lamar to run heavy. 
And I just think more of the same is coming if he goes back to Baltimore. So I'm really hoping it doesn't work out that way where he doesn't get the proper offer. He doesn't get slapped an offer sheet down at his feet that he really, really likes and wants to sign. I hope to God we're looking at a guy that ends up going elsewhere and lands himself some wide receivers in 2023 for fantasy football and for NFL enjoyment, watching watching him play football and actually rooting for him. Because if he goes somewhere like Las Vegas or New York, I think he can succeed and do very, very well. He goes somewhere, or if he remains in Baltimore, I think he gets hurt. I don't think they support him. And that's why he hasn't had success there. And that might be why some of these teams are doubting him because they haven't seen him succeed or stay healthy. And that might be why they're out. Also, they don't, I don't think they want to pay 200 plus million in guaranteed money, which is what Lamar Jackson's requiring to sign with a team. But maybe, maybe he doesn't get near that amount. Maybe he does get 180, 190 million guaranteed. Regardless, it's going to be way above what the Ravens were offering. I fully expect 180 to 230 million dollar guaranteed deal. At the end of the day, three years from now, when the salary cap goes up another 20 to 25 percent due to all the influx of money coming in with all these these digital streaming deals that the NFL has with YouTube, with uh, Amazon. It's going to be a huge salary cap in three years' time. So this deal that Lamar's seeking now seems big now. But in three years, if Lamar, let's say, played on the franchise tag for two consecutive years, which is very unlikely because it's, it's more costly to franchise tag someone a second time. But let's say he did. Let's say he played on the franchise tag for two years. His mother, who is also his agent, he is his agent. His agent is one part Lamar, one part his mom. And we got another another uh, gifted Raphael dropping another five dollar. I'm uh, sorry, another five gifted uh, memberships to the, the 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 chat. We got East moon. Coast Taddy dropping five. We've got um, yeah, thank you East Coast Taddy, and then Raphael dropping five. Appreciate both of you going to the moon. You guys are absolutely amazing, and I can't thank you enough. And if you got a, a YouTube exclusive membership and you got the green name now, you got all the emoji access. Why don't you go ahead and thank Raphael and East Coast Taddy for dropping you guys those YouTube exclusive memberships. Uh, like and subscribe, says Raphael. I appreciate that. Phone lines are open. The numbers at the bottom of the screen. We got news all over the place, so I can pull it left and right because we got so much to talk about. Dial in. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the situation. Where's Lamar going to go? Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Where's A-Rod going? Is he returning to Green Bay or is he going to go to New York? New York has flown down to speak with him personally to try and kickstart all this and get it going. And he is dragging his feet a little bit. He kind of deserves to. He's been playing long enough to where he gets to do whatever he wants. And he's so good, people are going to wait for him. People are going to wait for him, and the Jets want him badly. I'm sure the Jets want him for at least two years. That might come up in the conversation when they, when and if they do ink a, 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 a an agreement, and, and a trade or a trade ends up happening, and then Aaron Rodgers does land in a New York Jet uniform. I'm sure they want some sort of like, not 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 a guarantee, but like, hey, you know, if we, we're building something here with you, can you stay for two years at least? And and maybe a Rod's like, let's do it, let's do it. I, my my intention will be to stay with you for two years. That will be more attractive than Lamar Jackson. Like a two-year window with Aaron Rodgers, I would take over Lamar. It'll also cost a lot less in the grand scheme. And you'll only probably have to surrender the one first-round pick. Maybe there's a second involved. Maybe it's a future first-rounder. We don't we don't fully know what the Green Bay Packers are going to be able to get out of this situation. They're kind of put in a box because if Aaron Rodgers says, okay, I want to, I want to be traded, he's going to tell... The Packers where he wants to go, and then the receiving team is gonna 
have kind of like the blueprint of the trade. And so you got to think they're going to maybe push their luck a little and say, look, we'll take them, but we're not giving you the first rounder in 2023. We'll give you the 2024 first rounder. We'll even kick in a third round pick, but we're not giving you, uh, we're not giving you our first round draft selection in this 2023 NFL draft, which is lying at the number 13 overall. That's just too high. I'm sorry. We're not surrendering number 13 for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see you later. They totally could do that. Now, maybe they say to themselves, why play with fire? Why not? Why are we messing around when we can get Aaron Rodgers in now? The other complication that's involved in this situation is that according to many reports and what I believe to be in Aaron Rodgers' contract, there's a problem money-wise for trading uh, Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is traded... Before June 1, then the Green Bay Packers have to eat his entire 60 mil uh, hit. or four, I think it went from 40 to 60. And so they can spread that out over multiple years if they can trade him after June 1. And so that presents a problem for the receiving team that says, we got to wait till June 1 to get this guy. Now, what happens between May and June 1? I suppose not enough to make it a big deal and to really announce the trade in principle and to actually execute it on Ju 1. It's happened before, but that is one component here to consider for a team like the Jets. And maybe that does sway them a little bit to look into the Lamar Jackson situation. But I fully anticipate that with the lack of interest so far in Lamar Jackson initially, and we don't know what teams, all it takes is one one team that wants to dance and they could they could go straight to the ball. And turn Lamar Jackson into Cinderella. All they got to do this takes one dancing partner. And so let's not pretend like this is all dead for Lamar Jackson. Because there are reportedly a few conversations that have been had. Where reporters asked a question. Hey what's your game plan? Can you announce it to everybody? You going after Lamar? Uh, at this moment we're, we don't know what we're doing. No we, don't have, we have no intention of doing anything. We don't know if those are concrete answers. We don't even know where they came from. And half of these are sources of sources of sources. So we, to- we totally don't know. We totally don't know. Yeah, and Space Ricky, like I've said the last month, I think I think Tom Brady might be a Miami Dolphin come week 10, week 12, week 13, when Tua, unfortunately, prayers up. I'm not wishing it upon him. I hope he I wish him health. I hope he never has another concussion again. But if the Miami Dolphins actually think he's gonna go through a full season and they don't back him up properly and they go with what they had, Skyler or whoever they bring in, anybody. That is like a half half measure. This team is going to be dialing up Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers, who we heard maybe wanted to come out of retirement last year. We just heard about that this week. But they're going to dial him up and say, hey, guess what, Tom? We got a winning team here. We got 12 wins. Tua is not coming back in. And we would like you to come quarterback us into a playoff run and win us a Super Bowl against the Niners who refuse to bring you in. You've wanted to play for the Niners since you were a kid. They won't bring you in. Shanahan doesn't want you for whatever reason. He's got, maybe it's too big of an ego, whatever the case may be. But you know what? We want you. We, you can come in and win a Super Bowl. You just got to finish a couple regular season games. We almost have a lock for a playoff spot. Jump in, Tom. Let's play. Fully think that's going to happen and maybe the Niners get involved in that too if Brock Purdy and Trey Lance ends up not working out like Shanahan designs because I don't have faith in that. 
So, yeah, Brady comes into the equation with those two teams. The Niners aren't going after Lamar. The Dolphins can't go after Lamar because the Dolphins don't have a first-rounder. So we are stuck with the quarter, the quarterback board here where it's like literally we look at uh, the teams that are reportedly out. We'll put X's over them, but I want to I again emphasize we don't know if this is going to hold. Okay, so this team is out. Um, Falcons are reportedly out. The Dolphins are out because they want to be out and because they can't even negotiate. The Panthers are supposedly out, which is crazy. The Colts, I haven't heard about the Colts. I haven't heard. The the Washington Commanders are are reportedly out, but I haven't seen or heard that exact report or seen where it came from, if it's just sources again. The Bucks, I don't know if they're going to be interested. I have no idea. But we're running out of teams on the elite best spot for him to land board but there are still scenarios where this guy could go and so we'll find out um matt says the raiders aren't out according to the reports they are out but what i'm saying is i don't think that these reports should be trusted because there's no source but yes they are 100 percent according to one source you know as one of the teams listed there they are listed as one of the teams that are out we'll see we'll see it would be stupid to be out it would be stupid to be out without even uh heading over and and seeing what's what so uh i forget who said that that's not that he's not out let me show you the report that actually shows you this is this is the legitimate report here so it says the raiders are also unlikely um and and the falcons are uh, are are not not on them either but again these are these are these, these are according to sources guys these are according to sources these are not this is nothing concrete I don't think Lamar Jackson, at the end of the day, is going to struggle to get an offer. That's ridiculous. If this happens, if Lamar Jackson literally gets zero interest, there's something bigger going on with Lamar that will later be revealed. Uh, like his his knee injury is, is still not recovered and he needs surgery. Like something like that comes out of, of course, then we're like, okay, we didn't have this information and uh, that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense to think that no one's going to come vying for Lamar's services when these teams need quarterbacks. It doesn't make any sense. And so I'm not buying the reports. I'm just not. Um, Bruce, you're live. Sorry, Bruce. What can I do for you, pal? Hey, Smitty. I just had my uh, quick things where Lamar might end up going. Okay. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Is that Tennessee? Okay. Um, the Bucks. The Bucks and and the Colts. Those are my three top choices. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Gonna end up going. I don't have Tennessee on this board, but now that we have potentially these teams out, um, Tennessee Titans would be an option. And Ron Navy brought them up earlier. And honestly, I didn't like the idea at all, and I didn't think that it would be a, a team in play. But now that we know that these teams are potentially out, potentially, the Titans do kind of make me think if they were in a, a potential now and rebuild mode, because that's what I was saying earlier to Ron, that I could see it if their plan was, hey, we know we're not going to win year one, but if we do even get rid of Henry... I mean, they could try and win with Henry. If they didn't trade Henry and they had Lamar, maybe, I mean, it's not that much different than Baltimore in some sense because Baltimore's got the better defense, but they got the better running back. You know, it's just balanced differently, but both teams have problems, major voids. 
Um, imagine if they didn't trade AJ Brown. Imagine if they just tried to build and get the quarterback in there that that was needed, and they built around this. Tennessee was a potential division winner, you know, with Tannehill. They were a, a division. They were they were playing that well. Like, and then they get rid of AJ Brown the next year. It was really really head scratching, but. Maybe they maybe they bring in somebody. I don't know. Maybe they bring in Juju. Maybe they try and figure out a way to to keep uh, to keep Henry because he's not going to get you that much anyway. And you bring in Lamar. It's possible. But I think the Colts would be a very interesting uh, landing spot. You know, at the end of the day with JT and they build the offense around them. They don't really have much going on anyway, right? They're bringing in new staff. They're bringing in new like they could start scratch uh, around Lamar. Lamar's learning a new offense no matter what. He goes back to Baltimore. He's learning a new offense led by Munkin, and that's a whole new change anyway. So wherever he's going, he's learning a new offense. It's not like it's not that different to him to go from one place to another. I, I think the Colts are, are a strong player. And the Colts, you know, think about what the Colts have been through. Okay, they've been through a lot, and they've been through bad quarterback um, trial and error runs with Wentz and with Matt Ryan. And they probably are one of the more desperate teams to go all in. So it, it really does make some sense. The Colts are a, a, a late-entry favorite at this point now you know that the Colts the Bucks and and uh, the Titans I gotta put on the board as well I agree um but crazy bro crazy that we're here crazy that we're talking about teams being out already without even discussing and dropping offer sheets is it's mind-boggling to me it's if mind-boggling I to would me. only drop if I was all the other teams only if I had a top five to ten quarterback would I drop out like if I had a Mahomes do you think I'm going to go talk to Lamar yeah yeah Yeah. those teams aren't but like to literally be like yeah Carolina Panthers we're going to go ahead and pass what are you doing why would you like honestly bro if I'm wrong on all this because I've been kind of ranting and raving all morning saying that Lamar's going to get this this is crazy they should have franchise tagged him let's pretend we're in bizarro world and I'm apologizing. And I say, you know what? For all the people that I said, Lamar's going to get this. The the Ravens are ridiculous for doing this. If he literally doesn't get an offer, and I don't think this is going to happen. I think this is early knee-jerk reacting. Knee-jerk, early knee-jerk reporting by sources everywhere. We have no confirmation of any sort at all. But if I'm wrong on this, I'm going to be baffled. That there, if it, that's how much this would shock me, I don't think it's going to play out this way. But if let's say he has no market, I will be baffled. I will be baffled. I will be speechless. I will be completely shocked. There's going to be two, three teams. Maybe they won't be the teams I initially thought would be the teams. But as you said, Cara, uh, uh, Indianapolis, Tennessee, maybe they're different teams. But it's they're still going to be in a position to, com- to to give him the money he's commanding because the money he's commanding will be chump change in two years' time. And and the Colts, yeah, like- if the Colts get in a bidding war with Tennessee in terms of this offer sheet race, then they one of these one of these teams is going to offer a, a big amount to make sure they win. It's kind of like you're you're doing a blind bid uh, uh, waiver wire, right? And you got a hundred dollars to spend all year. You come to me and you say, Smitty, I want this Kadarius Tony kid. And we're talking about what week was that? Week seven, week eight, week nine, whatever it was. Kadarius Tony is one of the best ads in fantasy football, and he laid a, a dud game the next game. But everybody came in saying, Smitty, do I do a full load drop? Initiate full load drop. Do I do do I do a full low drop, Smitty? 
And there's times where you do a full load drop because of the, the, the need that you have, the competition for the player. So is there a world where I could see a team, two teams fighting and one of them saying, I'm going to slap 220 down and the other team drops 180. And they're like, oh, God, I could have went 200. But at the same time, Lamar's got to accept it. doesn't matter. It's not about who offers the best offer sheet and then Lamar just takes it. Lamar's going to say no. 180 guaranteed no. 180 guaranteed no. Look at Danny Dimes' his contract right here. Yeah. Where, let me pull it up. I got it right. I got it right here somewhere. Danny Dimes' contract is crazy. Uh, uh, and, and it's going to lead to a big Lamar Jackson deal. So let, let me see if I can pull up Danny Dimes' uh, deal here. There's some clarification on the money. Here it is. I think I might have it on screen. If I don't, I think this is it right here. So this is Danny Dimes' deal, okay? This is crazy. This sets the market for for Lamar. Now, even though it's Lamar's going to get way more, this sets the market for it. It's a baseline. It's a low baseline. Four years, 160. $35 million more in incentives. $82 million over the first two years. $94 million virtually guaranteed at signing. So if if he can get $94 million guaranteed at signing, Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, if he can get $94 million guaranteed at signing, offering Lamar $130, I believe is what the Ravens were at because they were $100 million apart. Lamar wants $230 guaranteed. They reportedly offered him something along the lines of $130 to $150 guaranteed reportedly from the sources and so you think he's not getting way more than daniel jones the market's the market there's this right here tells me he's getting 180 to 200 million guaranteed there's just it would be crazy if he got less than 150 or 180 and got like 150 guaranteed comparatively to 94 million virtually guaranteed uh people laugh i was actually I was actually upset the Giants signed Daniel Jones because I wanted him. And it might have been bad for fantasy, but I wanted him to pursue Lamar and keep Barkley. Well, now you got Barkley and Danny Dimes. Assuming everything yeah. went well with the Lamar Jackson franchise tag, we haven't we've gotten like some some tweets that said like here's more on the franchise tagging of Barkley and the signing of Daniel Jones. But, like, I still wonder if they got it in on time. I wonder if there's some kind of back-end discussion going on because it sounded like it was right up against the – right down to the wire. The clock. Yeah, it was it's crazy, uh, crazy when you think about how close I think this this may have come down to it for, for getting the Barkley franchise tag in in time. This will be interesting if something comes back on that. But it sounds like the, the franchise tag was applied. And Barkley is remaining in New York. And so we'll go to the New York uh, topic right here. Barkley in New York is good. Barkley in, in New York, we know what we're getting. Barkley in New York is a workhorse. Barkley in New York uh, does have some kind of vulturing threat to his workload, given that Danny Dimes runs a lot. But the way they ran their offense, the way they leaned on Barkley, you could almost look at Danny Dimes as a change of pace back for Barkley in the sense that you don't want Barkley running 30 times a game. So Danny Dimes and Barkley kind of you know share this role in a way. And Barkley's so elusive and electric, and he's, he's such a good running back. And, and his first year was a concern. His second year back from the ACL t- uh, uh, injury obviously was able to ball out. And I have full confidence that he'll look the part, and hopefully he stays healthy. 
But, I mean, this is a good situation. Did we kind of want to see Barkley hit free agency because his choosing would have likely landed him in Philly, Buffalo, um, Miami, uh, you know, Kansas City, maybe even. We don't know. We don't know where he would have went. Philly would have been crazy. Uh, the Bengals, the, the Bills. Like, there's so many different landing spots he could have went. And he probably would have went to one of those locations, almost certainly, right? Because he got control. He would have yeah. been a free agent. He wouldn't have gone somewhere where he wasn't going to win a championship or something. So he would have got money. He would have got landing spot. He would have been a, a gem. He's still a gem, but he's like a he's a controlled gem. He's got a little bit of uh, uh, limitations in different areas uh, of his game because of Danny Dimes, who may continue to shock us. Maybe he turns into the next Josh Allen. I don't know. Because Dable's that good. He did it with Josh Allen, but I saw that one coming. I didn't really see this one coming, so I don't know how I feel about Danny Dimes. But Danny, Danny Dimes isn't worth $94 million virtually guaranteed at signing. That's that's crazy money for a guy that we all kind of wrote off and said, well, Dable's coming in. He's so good with quarterbacks. We all kind of knew this could happen. We said to ourselves, Dable, what he did with Josh Allen, maybe he does it with Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, but I, I don't... I didn't see it. I didn't see it really evolving to the to the degree that it did. So hats off to Dable. Hats off to Danny Dimes. Flowers to Danny Dimes. Let's give Danny Dimes the respect he deserves, and Smitty approve him. But I don't know that I think this contract is a good move, and I'm going to suggest that it is a bad market setting benchmark for the quarterbacks to follow. And it's like, what have we learned so far? Progressive numbers right bruce what do we see yep. we saw we've seen these numbers climb every time you know we just saw and they do every year yeah and so now danny dimes of the of the quarterbacks that have signed so far Derek carr danny dimes progressively getting more and more and more and more guaranteed money we are inching toward the deshaun watson contract values we'll be there before you know it and if for any reason jalen hurts or joe burrow signs a deal before this Lamar Jackson situation fully unfolds, they have until July 15 for this to all get wrapped up. But if if Lamar Jackson doesn't sign an offer sheet, if he doesn't get a deal he deems to be amazing, guess what happens to Lamar? He goes back to Baltimore on a $32 million tag. He has until July 15th to sign it. or to. It doesn't matter if he signs it or not. I don't even know if he has to physically actually sign anything. On July 15th, that's his deal. He doesn't get to say no. He doesn't get to... If he literally holds out, that's a contract. He's getting that $32 million deal, whether he likes it or not. It's It's a required tag that gets slapped on a player. That's why it's called the prison tag to players. Players call it the prison tag because the team controls you. You don't get a say. You got to say during the offer sheet process, you had a way out if you wanted to sign a big fat contract. But if he didn't sign a deal, if everybody brings low ball offers to him, he doesn't sign an offer sheet and says, forget it. I'll play at 32 million in Baltimore. So he goes back to Baltimore. And if he's unhappy and wants to hold out, he, he can he can hold out like Lev Bell did. But guess what? He gets fined. He gets fined. Why? Because he's under contract for the $32 million. Whether he wants to be or not, he doesn't get a say. And so if he wants to hold out, he's going to get fined. If he wants to hold out, doesn't change anything. The odds are, I, I believe they even retain the, free, the, the franchise tag rights for the next year. It's not like he just, I don't think he just becomes a free agent. 
It's that the team probably won't retain him another year to let him hold out and waste time again another year. So that's kind of the way that the direction that these things go. So Danny Dimes is setting the tone. $160 million deal, $94 million virtually guaranteed at signing. Lamar Jackson's getting well over $150 guaranteed. And if he doesn't, I will be so shocked. I will be so shocked. Steven, are you on the on the phone here, pal? Uh, Steven, are you here? Steven, call in again. I thought I added you. I don't know what happened there. Chiefs will have to give Mahomes a team ownership stake on the next contract. Uh, but Saquon said that he would give the Giants a discount on signing him to a long-term deal in New York. Yeah, I mean, that, that might be the case now. Um, here, here's the thing for, for in, in, in the case of Saquon. Saquon wanted to hit free agency and get his big payday. Now that he's being forced to play on the $10 million franchise tag, which is a handsome amount for a running back, let's just be honest, but it puts him in a volatile situation because if he goes out and gets injured, he's not likely getting the bag. And so his agent is going to say, look, you were smart to sit back and not sign a deal until you were tagged and hoping you hit free agency because Danny Dimes didn't sign a deal in time. Danny Dimes did did sign a deal in time. Danny Dimes signed his deal in the 11th hour or the last hour, and then Saquon Barkley got franchise tagged. And so now he's playing for 10 mil. The, the tables have turned. The game has changed, and now Barkley's going to be set up in a position where he's got to say, okay, now do I? I'm going to be a year older next year. What if I get injured? I already had a big major knee injury. What if I get injured? I wanted 15 to 17 mil a year. Hitting free agency, I probably would have got it. Now that I've been tagged and I'm going to be a year older, am I smarter to take 14.2 a year? Maybe I can ask for a little bit more upfront money or do some sort of alteration that doesn't affect the long term. It's very team friendly. Barkley probably inks a long term deal. That's what the franchise tag is initially designed to do. Hold the player in place to extend contract talks. And it's become a whole prison, you know, prison tag thing to players where they're, it's become a, 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 a big sense of a team is using extreme force to do what they want to control. Um, DJ got a lot. Tonight of, you got, what? Tonight you got Jacobs and Barkley. In the point of we can't get hurt, we have to produce to get our big contracts. Um, yeah, Jacobs. Jacobs might might be apt to ink a long term deal. Part of me feels like Jacobs' personality type, given that he probably hates Las Vegas. Um, given that the you know I, I could I could see that I feel like he feel I feel that he feels that like you could see it all over his face. He might bank on himself. He was the league's leading rusher, and, and that probably put a little bit of injected a little bit of confidence, as it should, into his game and his his uh, you know ability to do it again and repeat it. We both know it's really hard to do, and and Jacobs could get injured and really kind of screw himself. But at the same time, I don't blame a player for banking on themselves. Would I bet on myself? I would. If I was a 25, 26, 24 year old player. And you told me, hey, Smitty, 27 is the new 30. You know, like I always run my mouth on. You know what I'd say to somebody like me? Watch me. So, like, <laughs> as much as I talk about 27 being the new 30, bro, I would say it to my own face. I would say, you're talking about the average bear, bro. I'm going to go out there and show you that 27 is the new 25. And I'm going to go out there and prove that I'm different than everybody else. I don't care what your averages say. So, if I was Jacobs, honestly, even though... 
if I was his agent, I'd recommend that he sign a, a deal similar to Barkley. Get that money now. Because you're only gonna you're only gonna play football so long, bro. And while fit is important, happiness is important, you might have a two three shelf life yet window left. And you can get you know thirty five million guaranteed, whatever the end up the contract would be versus ten. I'm gonna say take it, big boy. I'm gonna say take it. But if I was Jacobs and I just was the leading rusher, I'd probably say I'm banking on myself, baby, and I'm gonna go out there and do it again. And he could get franchise tagged again. Running backs are the one player that probably have the most likelihood of getting tagged twice in a row. I don't think he would. It's very unlikely in general. But LaBelle was tagged twice in a row. Um, that's what created a lot of animosity there and why he held out. And it's very, very possible that you know he could find himself in the same situation next year. Just because you got tagged one year doesn't mean you're free to go the next year. They can tag you again. It comes at a cost of 120% the previous salary from the year prior tag. So it's a very costly proposition, but for running backs, that's not that big of an increase. 10 to 10 mil, you know, what's going to pay 12 mil the next year? Not that big of a deal. So he's not like just completely free after this franchise tag year. So he's got to think about all that. So does Barkley. They got to think about the longevity of the running back, the shelf life of the running back and how one ACL injury, one knee, very bad knee injury puts you off, you know, getting the big, big contract the next year. Jacob's got the hopefully. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is what Hod said, and this is the this is the the truth of the matter. As much as you want to bank on yourself, Hod Hod's correct. Jacob's got 400 plus carries. He's probably he probably can't do that back to back years. The body breaks down. There's usually turnover in the top five for that very reason. The mileage is crazy for RBs. They take such abuse and they get paid so little. It's really kind of a, a messed up uh, situation. Uh, dial in if you guys want to be in, Bruce. What what, do you, what else you got, Bruce? Uh, I was just talking about the running backs. I was hoping, like you were saying about banking on ourselves. I hope Pollard banks on himself, and this is the last year of Zeke being there with him, and he takes the full time load. Well, I think he, I think he takes essentially the full time load as much as you want him to take the full time load at his size and stature. He's very much an Alvin Kamara statured type of running back. He's a guy that you don't want running for 1,500 yards. You want him running for 1,000 even, 1,100 maybe max. And you want him to get 500 to 700 yards receiving. You want him to get you 10 to 13 touchdowns and 60 to 60 plus receptions, as high as you want to go. He's, he's, the sky's the limit for him to pull in passes if they want to throw it to him. But Pollard is in a good situation and I honestly don't think his workload will, will change much from 2023 to 2024 because they're going to dial back Zeke. He's, he's a shell of himself. Every year, he, every carry, every week that goes by, he's literally you know breaking down because his mileage is through the roof. And a lot of Zeke believers are going to come in and say, Zeke's going to be fine. I'll draft him in the fifth round. We're good. You go ahead. We'll watch you. We'll wave. We'll wave as we run on by when we, we get on our horse and our horse being Tony Pollard. Who's going straight to the moon? Um, to the moon. Tony Pollard's franchise tagged at 10 mil, and I think he's pretty satisfied being in his his normal spot where he's produced and done well. Um, he's coming off an injury, and I can tell you right now, when players come off an injury, like a, a season-ending injury, they've broken fibula, whether it's an ACL, especially if it's an ACL or something like that, changing situations on top of rehab is very, very hard. Learning a new system, trying to get healthy. And 
changing locations is even harder. So I think Pollard's best move, regardless, was to stay put, whether it was a, a, a franchise tag, which happened, or he ends up getting a long-term deal and he stays put because he can focus on his recovery and staying put in a system we know works really well for him. However, McCarthy's calling plays now. This could potentially be a different offense. We hope it's not too hampered by the switch from Moore to, to McCarthy, but we'll find out. All I know is that we've seen Pollard have very, very good success in this offense, and I'd rather have Zeke return because guess what? People devalue Pollard a little more when they hear Zeke's getting restructured. Oh my God, this is like Melvin Gordon, and that's going to help us in fantasy worlds. We're going to see Pollard either stay exactly where he is. He'll get a little bump because of the, the franchise tag. Oh, they, they're paying him 10 mil. They franchise tagged him. They don't want to let him go. He's going to have a great year. But the moment Zeke, if he does, he might get released. But if he does sign an extension, everyone's going to freak out a little bit. And it's going to bump him back down to normal. Now, if Zeke gets released, people are going to soar uh, Pollard's ADP up about a round or a round and a half. And we'll see that on Underdog Fantasy maybe tonight where Pollard goes a little too high. Make sure you've clicked the link in the live chat and in the description. Uh, it's Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. The link that I dropped and pinned in the live chat will link the promo code for you. Uh, Underdog will match up to $100 in your first deposit. We're going to be jumping on Underdog Drafts live tonight at midnight, maybe 12.30 p.m. Eastern midnight to do live best ball drafts, and we're going to see where these guys are going. We'll see where Lamar's going. We'll see where, we'll see where Pollard's going. We'll see where Danny Dimes is going. When people are in the news, they tend to get drafted a little higher. It's just the, uh, the way human beings work. But I'm telling you, they're going to freak out if Zeke is restructured, and people are going to over over evaluate the situation if Zeke gets released and not consider that now the, now the Cowboys are going to bring in a young Bigsby or a, a guy that's 10 times Pollard. And we don't want a, a young, fresh rookie sitting behind Tony Pollard. We want Zeke there. And, and people don't realize what they want, but that's what you want. That's what you want. Um, uh, another one or two, two-parter. If Lamar goes to the Colts or the Titans, how much value does that give Traylon Burks and Michael Pittman? Like, how much higher do you think they would go? Uh, extreme ex- extreme amount of, of of value bump because I mean right now they got nobody so right now we're we're like okay where do we draft Pittman where do we draft Burks I don't even I don't even target Burks at all but if if Burks gets Lamar uh, it's it's a, it's a really good situation I, I I for Burks and and I don't know that I love Lamar's like here's the thing if you ask me Smitty you said that if Lamar went to Atlanta you'd be all in on Lamar. And, and I would be. If Lamar stays in Baltimore, I consider him a very big bust candidate like I have the last three seasons, and he's proven me right. If he goes to Tennessee, I don't see much of a difference in Lamar's stat lines or his likelihood to stay healthy. Maybe a little bit more likely to stay healthy if they keep Derrick Henry. If they trade away Derrick Henry, what are we doing? And I don't even, I don't even like him more than I liked him in Baltimore. If he goes to Indy, I'm a little intrigued. I don't know that he reaches Fields or Trevor Lawrence height in terms of like consistent value and fantasy, but he certainly is a potential winning quarterback there in a year's time. Give Indy a little time to, I think, instill their offense and their staff and figure out how they want to build around Lamar. Because let's be honest, 
One one reason you've pro you're probably seen a struggle for Lamar finding an immediate interest is that, and maybe we should have talked about this before he was tagged, is he's not an easy player to plug and play. Like this is a very different player. You literally are committing to a new offense when you have Lamar Jackson come in. You either have an offense that's already built kind of like it, or you know you're, it's easy to tweak. But it's not a plug and play type of situation. You're you're literally committing to running an offense a certain way because he's a certain unique quarterback. Uh, so if if Atlanta was going, if Lamar was going to Atlanta. Then, uh, let's see, if Lamar goes to Atlanta, I'm drafting Pitts much higher. Are you kidding me, says D-Class. I don't know who's saying something negative about Pitts if Lamar's there. If Lamar's there, it's to the moon. It's London to the moon, Pitts to the moon, Lamar to the moon. But since the Atlanta Falcons Algier appeared... Too. Who? Algier, yeah, Algier. Algier. It sounds like the Atlanta Falcons are out, which is head-scratching to me. Because they were interested in Watson running quarterback. I don't know why they wouldn't be interested in Lamar Jackson and they've got pieces in place to really compete. Um, and Indy, I don't know that he's in my top five or six. I kind of feel like Atlanta, Las Vegas, Miami, Miami can't even be involved until later on. If this goes back to the Baltimore Ravens, there's no offer sheet and they franchise tag him at the third. They pay him the 32 million on the tag. Cause no offer sheets came in that, that Lamar liked. Then they can maybe work out a trade with, with Miami. But if he doesn't go to Miami, he doesn't go to Atlanta, he doesn't go to... Uh, like, even Washington would be interesting. He's got two very good receivers there. You know, Dotson and McLaurin. I would really, really wouldn't mind that. If he doesn't go to Miami, Atlanta, Washington, or Las Vegas... I don't think I feel like Lamar's that much better off, and in some cases not at all, than Baltimore. And Baltimore is where I have him as a bust. So situa as, I, as I said yesterday, situation's everything, guys. It is everything. And right now I'm not feeling like Lamar's... I don't think he's out on some of these locations, but if we take some of these, these reports seriously, or all of them seriously... Where is he going? Where is he going? Tennessee's not a great landing spot fantasy wise. It's not. They have to keep D Derrick Henry if they do that. I just don't know that they're gonna. I don't think Tennessee's in the business of, of like why would they have got rid of AJ if they're in the business of trying to win a championship right now? Why are they talking about trading Henry? Why did they trade away AJ Brown? Uh, doesn't make sense to me. But who knows? Uh. Baltimore will bring in Mariota if they let Lamar go. That would be awful. Uh, Tennessee would be a great fit, says distinguished gentleman. I don't. I, okay, so let me let me clarify. I'm not saying it's not a good fit. I'm saying I don't love him more in fantasy. Do I think he could win games if Derrick Henry stayed? It's not bad. It's not bad. Tennessee's not a horrible landing spot, but it's not a huge fantasy football goldmine. And I don't know. I just I don't I don't love it. Indy Indy would be Indy would be interesting. I would like Indy way more than I would like Tennessee. I could almost get behind the Indy thing, but I, I just because we don't know what that team's even like how they're even constructing this offense and the the kind of debacle situation that happened last year. I mean, we all love Saturday. He was a good guy, he's amazing, you know, Amazing at giving speeches. We all got kind of excited for him and we're rooting for him, but it didn't work out well. 
and they just kind of had a uh, like a, a dead year, right? And so we're walking into this season totally unknown unknowns, you know. And so it'll be interesting. Tennessee, I don't like. India, I kind of like. I love Carolina. Um, I love Las Vegas. I love Miami later on. Again, they can't partake right now. Atlanta, I love. Washington, I kind of, I don't know if I love it, but I like it. But as of right now, it sounds like Indy and, and uh, the Jets I love too. We haven't got, got back to the Jets. If it goes to the Jets, Super Bowl contenders, bro. Super Bowl contenders. Lamar Jackson, top five fantasy football quarterback. The Jets are still in play. Until we hear they're not. And even if we hear they're not, what source told us that? JT at 2.3 says space Ricky. Maybe Washington for Lamar. Um, right here, bro. According to the reports, Washington's out. These team these teams on screen with the X's are reportedly out. Again, take it with a grain of salt. Um, dial into the show. You got you got uh, the Bruce on the line, your boy Smitty answering phone calls. Uh, we'll be here for another, I don't know, eight minutes, ten minutes, I think. And then we potentially may go longer depending on the phone line and how many people we get on it and all that. But we got 166 of you in the room. Please hit that thumb up uh, button. We've been live on this stuff for the last 48 hours, just like monsters. We've been live streaming like, I don't know, like 12, 12 hours out of the last like 50 hours. We've been live. Um, just breaking this down. I'm live whenever news breaks. Make sure you're following me. And subscribe to the channel if you stumbled upon this live stream because I'm live whenever news breaks, breaking down every single piece of NFL news from a fantasy perspective and an NFL perspective. We're not just a fantasy show. This is a news show. I take very much, I take a lot of pride in this being an all-encompassing NFL show that even if you didn't play fantasy, you'd be like, I love this show. This show is every day. This guy goes live every single day. This guy goes live multiple times a day. I love it. Subscribe me up. So hit that subscribe button. And we're live at midnight pretty much every other night doing live drafts. So hit that live uh, live, live chat link, underdog promo code, Smitty. It's pinned. It's in the description as well if you're watching the replay of this video. And get signed up early because you won't get a draft slot if you don't sign up right now. You won't get a draft slot if you don't sign up right now because they go fast. You won't have time to sign up. We're going to get in there at, at midnight. I'm going to say click the click this room. Everybody jump in. We'll have two, three spots waiting. Two spots, one spot filled. It goes quick. It goes quick. Well, what's up, Bruce? I said uh, everyone likes uh, the. I've been watching a little bit, and I've been watching you. Everyone likes Rodgers better in uh, the Jets, and I like Lamar better for the long term. Yeah, I mean, if A Rod committed to two years, I would take A Rod over Lamar. I would take A Rod over Carr. Cars obviously not in play anymore, but I'm just saying, like, when push came to shove, it was the one year that bothers me about Lamar versus Carr or Lamar or A Rod versus Carr or A Rod versus Lamar. But if A Rod verbally committed, I know he, he could do whatever he wants, but if he verbally committed to two years, I'd rather have A Rod for two years than Lamar or Carr for longer. I just, I feel like it's a championship. It's a in two years, maybe not year one, but in two years, you could literally win a championship. Look, defense wins championships. You hear it all the time. You you put this number one defense with Aaron Rodgers, with Garrett Wilson, with uh, Elijah Moore, with Brees Hall, with Sauce Gardner Hall. in the defense. I love that people think that the, the Jets winning the Super Bowl is a joke with Aaron Rodgers. I love that people think it's silly. Like, good, good, watch it. Just like all the people that doubted the Bengals. All the people that doubted Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. 
Uh, I love it. I love that people still doubt the Eagles. I love that people say, hey, the Eagles lost. They lost in the final drive of one of the best Super Bowls we've ever seen on a questionable situation, regardless of what side you are on. The Eagles absolutely had a phenomenal year, and no one's crying, and you can't laugh, especially if you're the fan of another team that wasn't even involved in the Super Bowl. There's no room to laugh and say, oh, cry, Eagles, cry, when they literally made it to the final play, and, and Jalen Hurts proved all the doubters wrong. I don't even know why I got on that topic, but... You know, I'm passionate about defending situations that need defending. And, and the Eagle fans and the Eagles need defending. Now, the Eagle fans are another thing. Those guys get a little riled up and wild. And they deserve a little bit of criticism for the, the way they sometimes behave. But in general, the TV-watching Eagle fans, the, the, the civilized group, and, and, then, and then the team itself, and, and especially Jalen Hurts. I come in to defend those that need defending. Aaron Rodgers oh, is... I had a quick... A choke artist. Jets can't win with him. Bro, there are so many quarterbacks that are that will go down in history as one of the best signal callers to ever play the game, like like Dan Marino that didn't win a Super Bowl. You know, running back like Barry Sanders didn't win a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers just won a Super Bowl. Let's let's not let's not act like Aaron Rodgers. Let's not act like it's really easy to win a Super Bowl, number one. And let's not act like Rodgers didn't do it. And let's act like not act like Rodgers isn't one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game that has kind of like Lamar in Baltimore not fully been set up in Green Bay properly. He hasn't even get to, this, this, he hasn't been involved in discussions until the last two years about who they're going to draft. They don't even involve him. They don't even say, hey, do you want a wide receiver? And they skip over wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers is winning a Super Bowl in New York in two years' time if he stays for a full two years. I, I, I really believe it's going to be Something where all the doubters are missing after that happens. No one's going to circle. Where are the Eagle haters? Where are the people that said Jalen Hurts was going to bust? Have we ever seen someone come into this live stream and say, Hey, I was wrong about Jalen Hurts, Smitty. I told you he was going to be a bust. Never. No one's ever come and owned up to their negative comment against Jalen Hurts. Nobody. Nobody showed up. Why, again, I say would he go where Joe Flacco is? Who, Kenneth? Who's Joe Flacco intimidating? <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. Oh, God, he wouldn't go where Joe Flacco is. <laughs> Joe Flacco is going to steal all the sunshine because he, he's so tall he's going to block the sun. Uh, Aaron Rodgers getting at least one more. That's right, DJ. Can't trust A-Rod, why bother, says Jimmy. Uh, entire NFC East has terrible fans, says Hod. Uh, Texas raising their hand, saying rings. Uh, Flacco is a wacko, says Space Ricky. Um, class, <laughs> D-Class, uh, David says D-Class, hoping it stays quite quiet on the phone line, says David. I think you're referring to Steven. <laughs> I think you're referring. Hey, hey David, David, David I bet David, I've been lifting. Uh, you know, this, this gun isn't quite defined yet, David, but I've been lifting. I've been working hard. I've been fasting. I look. A, I think I look a little bit slender, a little bit more slender, David. I'm not quite where I need to be, uh, but we're on our way to the 200-pound beast of a man named Smitty. We're, we're trying to get there. I'm almost there, David. David always, uh, he's my virtual trainer, at least in the in the chat, the live chat. David's always, you know, pushing me. Uh, what, what's up, Bruce? What, what else can I do for you? 
Hey, uh, I don't know. I left the voicemail earlier. I didn't know if you played it, but you were talking about Nick Chubb getting traded. What's the best place he can get traded to fantasy-wise and reality-wise for Chubb? What's the best landing spot for for him? I don't think a team trades for him. That's a that's a lot yeah. to. I mean, may, maybe. I guess, I guess it's possible. Um. I mean, the same places we want Barkley to go to if Barkley hit free agency, you know, before he got tagged. Okay. So it's like it's Philly, okay. Cincy. It, it's a team that says we got to do something. We just let the KC Chiefs walk all, all over everybody, and Mahomes is banged up. We need to bring in a difference maker. We need to go get Derrick Henry. Maybe Derrick Henry is acquired for a second round pick by. I don't know, the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills say, whoa, or the Bengals say, whoa, 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 whoa. Mixon's off doing his own thing, his extracurricular activities. We need to bring in another running back. Mixon's kind of tied up right now. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go, we're going to go ahead and trade for Nick Chubb. And then now you got Nick Chubb and Cincy. You've got, I mean, it's all, all those things are possible. And I guess at the end of the day, you got to look at it like this. If Christian McCaffrey cost a second, a third, and a fourth, didn't even have to give up a first-round pick for Christian McCaffrey. What was the NFL doing? What was every team in the NFL doing, sleeping at the wheel, when Christian McCaffrey could be had for a second, a third, and a fourth-round pick? Why would the Bengals not want to what to bring in Derek or to bring in Christian McCaffrey for a second, a third, or fourth-round pick? Why would the Bills not want to bring him in? Why would the Eagles not want to bring him in? It's insane that a team got away with giving a second, a third, and a fourth round pick. It was highway robbery. And so you got to ask yourself, is Nick Chubb going to go for more than Christian McCaffrey? Probably not. Maybe he costs two-thirds. Maybe you give up two-third rounders. Maybe you give up one second rounder. Maybe a second and a fourth. And you could get Nick Chubb on your roster for one more year. Now, granted, Nick Chubb and Henry and Eckler all concern me from a fantasy football perspective. There's a big difference between NFL belief and fantasy football cost of entry and smart drafting as an owner. So I want people to totally understand that. Would I acquire Derrick Henry as a, Henry's 29 years old, what do I think he's going to do? What's the probability of him having a 17-game fantasy season versus an NFL perspective of saying, let's bring this monster in and he might miss four games, five games, as long as we get lucky, he's there for the playoffs, he's there a little bit in between, whatever, if Derrick Henry can play in the playoffs, if Derrick Henry can play down the stretch when winning matters to, to, to grab a hold of David, try calling in one more time. That's I would trade a second round pick at a heartbeat for a guy I believe at 29 years old could have a drop off year. I would trade for Nick Chubb in a heartbeat who I am very concerned about his knee issues that are likely to emerge similar to Todd Gurley's whenever you have disastrous knee injuries like Nick Chubb had in college where his knee literally bent at a right angle the other way forward. Ripped everything in his knee but maybe his ACL which we're not even sure of degenerative situation probably going on. The decline in, De- in, in Todd Gurley. Number one running back in fantasy football. Boom! Dude fell off the face of the earth immediately. That could happen to Chubb. It may happen in 2024, though. So if I'm a if I'm a fantasy football owner and I've got to spend a first rounder on Henry or on Chubb, I'm out. If I'm an NFL owner or a GM and I can acquire either one of these guys from my franchise... 
and I could do so for a second round pick, I'm all in. And so when I say Nick Chubb's probably not getting traded, honestly, he could. all it takes is a team to say we got to stop the Kansas City Chiefs. Derrick Henry gets traded to the Bills. Now you've got people in the AFC and the NFC saying, hey, we've got to come up with a solution to one-up that move because now this tough team just got a whole lot better. What are we doing to improve? So Chubb could be on the move, sure. Do I think he gets moved? No, because why? Let me let me finally finalize it with this. Nick Chubb, the reason the, the team would trade Nick Chubb is to alleviate some salary cap issues, right, that, that, that they have due to the Deshaun Watson debacle contract. But Deshaun Watson has been on record saying he will restructure his deal to help alleviate some of the cap concerns. That will alleviate the need to have to let Chubb go. And if we're being honest with ourselves, um, do the Browns have a, the talent to, to make the playoffs? They do. Are they putting it all together? No. And so from their perspective, and you don't you can't blame them, the Browns probably think they can be a playoff team and a, and a deep playoff contending team. Whether we believe that's going to all come together or not, it's a whole different story. But you can't blame them from saying, hey, we got Watson, we got Chubb, we got some talent on this team. I think we can, we can turn it around and have a really surprising year. It's always possible. So I don't think they trade Chubb at the end of the day because... I think they lose too much. It's kind of like if the Titans trade Derrick Henry away, if they if they acquire Lamar, what a what a backwards move. If they can acquire Lamar and they're in full rebuild rebuild mode, they should trade Derrick Henry away. So situation matters. What's going on matters. All this is very a lot of moving parts and directions that teams could go depending on what happens with this this or this. Uh, hold on, Bruce. Uh, David, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. David, what can I do for you, pal? Smitty, I just want to call and tell you, man, uh, you're looking squall, my guy. You're looking oh, good. Yeah. The guns are out. Sun's out. Guns out, baby. Uh, yeah. I saw you at the gym the other day. I wasn't going to say anything. You was in the zone. You was killing it. Don't tell Mrs. Smitty. I saw all the ladies looking at you. You're looking good, my guy. You're looking slim. I'm proud of you. Keep it up, though. Hey, hey, by the way, um, this is the gym he's referring to because I don't even leave the house. But, but yes, uh, you know, I don't know how many ladies are watching right now, but your boy Smitty's curling these things like they're nothing. And uh, basically getting swole. I'm getting swole on the intermittent fasting thing, bro. And it's working great. It's working great. I can feel my, yeah, yeah, I can feel my stomach consuming itself for the, the 18 yeah. hours I'm not yeah. eating. Hey, hey, leave some ladies, ladies for the rest of us, Smitty. Okay, do, we do I'll appreciate do, it. I'll do what I can. Hide, hide, hide the ladies. Hide, hide your girls. Hide the ladies. Uh, David, That's what do you well. think about what's going on, bro? Tell me about Lamar. Tell me about Lamar. What do you think, David? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say, man. Like I said, when I called in earlier uh, last show, and you know, I was talking about the Panthers. Um, I don't, I don't understand why Baltimore tagged them the way that they did. They could have got a lot more for him, um, kind of everything that you've been saying. But I, I'm not quite sure anybody that's going to be willing to pay that price necessarily what they're looking for. Um, and, you know, like so many teams have been dropping out today. I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to say where he's going to end up. I will say that I'm a little shocked. Um I don't feel wrong yet, but could it go in a direction where I miscalculated what the market was going to be for Lamar? I think there's certainly the possibility of that, but I think we're really early in the game with a lot of these sources, yeah. per sources, and when Jeff Darlington, 
who I, I like and I, I I don't I trust and I don't trust based on the way he you know I think a lot of these guys will they want so badly to be talking heads and opinionated people which is, is I understand because I'm a talking head and I'm a, all I do is opinionated stuff I, I basically I'm not out there breaking the news first you know like I'm not yeah. I'm not sitting next to to uh, to Geno Smith. Or, or have a, a person that's in the room with the, you know, like, I'm not breaking that news. I am going to evaluate every single thing as fast as anybody else could. Like, uh, sometimes, you know, the news will break and there's somebody breaking it, but there's no one talking about it. My goal is to beat every single yeah. YouTube channel and source out there to the punch in terms of breaking it down. What's it mean? What are the ramifications? And what do I personally think about it? Because... Honestly, I'm a talking head and I'm an opinion person. So what's my take on it? Um, but Darlington, you know, he's reported things before where he's interjecting a lot of opinion. And I feel like he's not real clear on when it's opinion and when it's not opinion. Or when his source is giving their opinion. And so when Darlington says that the Miami Dolphins are out, the Miami Dolphins can't even partake. They're forbidden. From negotiating with Lamar Jackson because they don't have a first rounder in 2023. So if we're trusting right. a guy's tweet, and, and I misspeak all the time, I, I I'm wrong all the time. So I might even be I might even be wrong in that Miami Dolphin thing. I'm almost positive I'm correct on the fact that the NFL rules are such that if you don't have a 2023 first and you don't have a 2021st, you cannot even discuss or talk to or negotiate with Lamar Jackson right now. It's forbidden. It's not even like, oh, you can't really do... No, it's forbidden to. And so I think yeah. I'm right on that. But I could be wrong. I'm wrong on yeah. stuff all the time. But <clears throat> Darlington's job is differently than my job. And when he tweets out the Miami Dolphins are not interested in Lamar Jackson, it's irrelevant. So, like, he's not even explaining that. So part of me is like, why would I trust that he knows what they want or the sources he's talking to are correct when he doesn't even know they can't even be in it? Yeah, so exactly, I don't I know. Panthers fan, man. A, a lot of the people here have been saying, "Man, we want Lamar. Like, go get him. Like, they want they, they get him and go get him." And I get it. Like, I would love to have Lamar. I feel like he could take it to the next level. But at the same time, you know, like as for the Panthers, I can't say for everybody else. But, you know, we have to resign Brian Burns. That's coming up. That's going to be a nice you little penny. I would almost rather us just go get a rookie quarterback with that cat pick. Yeah, uh, I I firmly believe that we're gonna hear. So let's going back to the teams that are supposedly out. These teams right here are supposedly out. The Carolina Panthers, the the Raiders, the Miami Dolphins, who can't even partake. The Atlanta Falcons, the Washington Football Team, and Commanders. Like here's the the thing. I firmly believe at least one of these teams that are so called out will be right back in. They'll be right back in. Yeah. I don't buy it for a second that all these are out. I could be yeah. wrong. This is where my talking head opinionated, you know, foot might get shoved in my own mouth. So be it. That's why I'm here. Uh, I try and be as accurate as I can. But sometimes I'm like, the other thing you got to keep in mind if you're watching me right now, especially if you're new, is I jump live before I even have time to digest anything. So sometimes my initial reactions, they, they I, I waver a little bit later or I start to like think about something more. Like, it's not like I've got a script or I've written my show out. I go live immediately. I haven't even thought about what, I, what I'm thinking yet. I just go live. And I'm like, I'm live. Okay, how, what do I think? Let's see. No. <laughs> Answer's no. And then I, yeah. I get out the live stream and I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of thinking differently now. 
So like I, I reserve the right to change my mind and go in a different uh, direction, adjust and adapt. But people need to understand where I'm coming from. I'm going live immediately. I've got no script. I never script anything out. I just go live and sometimes, sometimes I'm wrong or sometimes I get a gut feeling on something and, and it doesn't go the way I, I think it should. Or I use, the problem is a lot of times I try and use what I believe to be logic and then a team does something like the Baltimore Ravens and they non-exclusive tag Lamar. But maybe that proves to be smart. Maybe that's me putting my foot in my mouth and the Baltimore Ravens end up getting no legitimate offers or Lamar gets no legitimate offer sheets, doesn't sign it, goes back to Baltimore, plays on $32 million instead of 45 and the Baltimore Ravens look like geniuses. But, but the reason I don't yeah. think it's going to work out that way is because the Baltimore Ravens aren't geniuses. And they've literally destroyed Lamar Jackson the entire time he's been there. So part of me is like, even if they get this part right yeah. and they end up paying 32 over 45, way to go. You penny pinched. You brought Lamar back upset. And now you're not going to support him and he's going to get hurt. So like at the end of the day, I don't know if I feel that got if I end up being wrong on on the context of the franchise tag and what they should have done and shouldn't have done. But I'm telling you right now, we're how many hours into this, bro? We are literally, what, four hours, less than four, a little over four hours into the franchise tag window closing and Lamar Jackson getting slapped with the non-exclusive tag. We're four, less than five hours into it, and we're already being told that there's no market for him. That is ridiculous. Teams haven't yeah. had time to digest. Yeah. Team Teams haven't even had time to digest that he's been slapped with the non-exclusive tag over the exclusive. Some teams were like, we can't, we can't get into the three draft pick and sign him to a $230 million, $230 million guaranteed deal. We can't get in that game. These teams that were totally not even thinking they were in the game for Lamar now are being told, hey, it's a non-exclusive tag, kind of a shock. So they haven't had time to react. You tell me in three or four hours' time, every team's had their spokesperson out there to give a full, accurate account of what the direction is of the team. Like, let's let it, let's let it breathe a little bit before we start saying, oh, there's no market for him. You know, Teddy, I, I think you hit it on the head earlier today, man, when you said all these GMs, they're not going to show their cards right now. This is going to be a long, drawn-out process. And then I think teams will come in at the end saying, okay, we'll give you this for Lamar. But, you know, it's going to come down to that timing and everything. GMs aren't going to show their cards right now. And if they know everybody's invested, then, you know, they can just keep pricing up and, and I, but I'm like you. They could have got you know this these two first round picks instead of now it could be any first round pick. Yeah, I, I I hear you, bro. I agree with you. Um, I think it, this I could. I, I'd say the one thing I might have gone wrong when Stephen was coming in and 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 Stephen was just firing one after the other. I felt myself trying to argue with oh, Stephen. Yeah, I was trying to argue with Stephen even if I agree with him. I was just like, this guy coming in here controlling the show. Stephen, dial in if you want. I love you, pal. But um. The one thing I will agree with on Stephen, with what Stephen said that maybe I wasn't agreeing with earlier is that what you just said, this could take longer than I thought. Um, and there's time. There's time. And, and, and I think that because teams aren't racing to it, that it might be a slower bidding war than I initially thought. I thought it was going to be, boom, we're going to be slapping offer sheets down. I'm just, I'm baffled, to be honest with you. If I was a GM... I would jump all over the situation if I'm a team like Carolina with no quarterback. If I'm a team like the Bucks with no quarterback and I got two monster weapons on the outside that need a quarterback throwing them the football. If I was the Colts and I had the situation that just we, we endured with Wentz and, and Matt Ryan, like I'm baffled that these teams don't see a 200 
let's just call it 200 million guaranteed with different upfront incentives and potential long-term incentives, a very team-friendly deal that maybe gives him that 200 mil guaranteed, maybe 100 mil upfront. Yeah. I fully expect if Danny Dimes gets 90, what was it, 94 million guaranteed, you know, virtually guaranteed, um, I could see Lamar getting like over 100 million guaranteed upfront. If Derek Carr got what was it, 60 or 70 mil guaranteed up front? What was the number? I think it was... I thought it was 100 mil with 100 No, 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 up front. What, what was the, the amount up front? It was like 60... Like I think it was 60 mil? mil up front. So if Derek Carr can get 60 mil roughly up front, Lamar Jackson's get a get 100 mil guaranteed up front, in my opinion. Um, yeah. 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 I can't speak for other teams, Smitty, but I, I think from Carolina's point of view... There's two reasons. Number one, it's like I said, they got some guys they're going to have to resign coming up, specifically Brian Burns. Um, I think they want to bring him back. You know, we signed Lamar, Burns is gone. Number two is with Frank coming in as the head coach, I think he's going to want to draft his guy and kind of mold him to, to what suits him best and just kind of go that route. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Can you guys hold on one second? I gotta answer a couple of these uh, Instagram voicemails that people have dropped, and there's been so much breaking news. I haven't been able to hit them, so bear with me real quick as I I answer some of these. So just hang tight, hang tight. Um, let me switch over to hold on. All right, so these are this well, is. I the got two. Don't answer them. Yeah, uh, don't don't play yours. Yeah, don't play mine because it was about the chub thing. Okay. So this one's from, oh, this is an earlier one from the Bruce. Oh, that one won't play. Sometimes Instagram does that. I'm sorry, Bruce. The, the other one won't play. Oh, no, no, no. Mine are both for, about the chub thing. That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Tony, did I play Tony's? Both. <laughs> uh, Tony's won't play either. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Let me see if I can go to the Instagram. Robert? Let me quit. Let me quit Instagram and go back in. Uh, okay, so uh, what do you guys think happens with Aaron Rodgers? Do you think Aaron Rodgers is a New York I, Jet? And does anybody feel like um, Bruce or or David? Um, do you guys feel like Lamar is a real shot, a real play for the Jets? I think Lamar is the big play for the Jets. I think Aaron Rodgers, even though he's meeting with the Jets. I don't think he's he's kind of like his own cat. He's kind of like, I do what I want, and I think he ends up staying in Green Bay. Hmm. He could. If I he think stayed... just try, try to go after Rodgers first, and then if they can't get him, I think they go after Lamar. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way, and I, I feel think... like I feel like what you mapped out earlier, and what what Stephen had said earlier too. Uh, is that uh, it could take longer. I didn't think that was the case. But now that we feel like it is less people in the game, it'll slow down. Similar to an auction draft in fantasy football, when there are 10 people bidding on somebody at the jump. So it's like Saquon Barkley, $20. And it goes 21, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. And it's like really fast. That just feeds into it. It's just supply and demand. And everybody yeah. wants, oh, God, this guy's going to go for a lot. I'm going to get in. It's similar to that. If there are less players in the game from the jump, it's going to be a slower climb and bidding war. So I agree with that. I didn't think that was the way it's going to initially jump off. 
But I mean, it's, again, we're only four hours in. It could definitely change in 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 a, in a day. In twenty four hours, maybe it is a huge bidding war, and everybody's wrong. All these sources about mm-hmm. the Raiders being out. Why would the Raiders be out? Why would the Raiders be out? I, I don't trust the yeah. source that says the Raiders the Raiders are out. Why would the Raiders be out? They got Devontae Adams. They just franchise tag Josh Jacobs. Why on earth would they be out without even discuss discussing or slapping an offer sheet down, even if it was a low ball offer? That's crazy. That's, that's, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Hey, Smitty. Yeah. What do you think if, if Rodgers meets with the Jets, uh, and this is hypothetical, and he says, yeah, I'll play for you, but I want more money? I don't think he'll do that. Um, I think the Jets would maybe consider it, but I don't think they'll do that. That would be that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be uh, That would be something that maybe rocks the boat too much. Uh let me see if this message will play. God, none of the IG messages will play. Robert, yours won't play either. Oh, well. I'll have to get to my Instagram guys and get the questions. But um, I heard the Raiders, and this is just a report, and I'm not the reporter, but they're enamored with Jimmy G because his best seasons were under McDaniel. That's what I heard on some reporter on ESPN. He says the Raiders are enamored with Jimmy G. They're going to go after him on the the 15th or whatever because he had his best seasons under McDaniels. Have him. I, I think the Raiders are most certainly. Yeah. Don Draper, I'm not sure if you're on the call or not yet. Um, Don, are you there? Uh, Don, call in one more time. I don't know if it, it added you or hung up on you. But uh, I think the Raiders and Jimmy G are inevitable uh, Ron had mentioned it earlier in the in the month or last month that he kind of thought that could be the case, and I'm in agreement now that the Raiders and like you just said and mapped out are inevitably on a collision course for for uh, uh, you know being tied together and having a disaster of a situation unfold. But it, if if the Raiders are out on Lamar, but again the Raiders would be ridiculously stupid. To, to be out on Lamar yeah. with all they've got tied up into Adams and now Jacobs. Just what a what a what a ridiculous uh way to throw away your your potential pretty decent offensive season. Now defensively, probably why they don't go anywhere. Uh maybe they know that, but then why would you franchise tag Jacobs if you knew that? If you were like, okay, we screwed up, uh Derek Carr wasn't it in their opinion, but we can't solve this problem. Why are you franchising Josh Jacobs? Doesn't matter. You know they they got to go for it. They got to go all in. If if the Raiders got Lamar, there's a strong shot because they don't have to surrender two first rounders. They can still build the defense as best as they could around Lamar. Not to mention at least the defense would practice against Lamar in practice. They could, it, all, it all trickle back a little bit, cascade a little bit back, and make the defense a little bit better. But are they winning a Super Bowl? Probably not. But do they think they could? Probably. You know, I think anybody thinks they could win a Super Bowl. You talk to, look look at Steven. Yeah. Steven thinks his Baltimore Ravens are on a Super Bowl hunt without Lamar Jackson. They barely were on a Super Bowl hunt oh. with Lamar Jackson. Without Lamar Jackson, oh. they're going to be cellar dwellers. Steven, you heard me, Steven. Yeah, he's putting his face in Huntley. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Huntley. I do like Huntley, but... Yeah, he's got to... not Lamar. It's not yeah, we got, he's got to prove himself. And I like Mike White, but he's also not... Lamar or or Derek Carr or but so but but I like the idea of Mike White in New York, and I kind of like is the idea of Mike White in Carolina for some reason. I think that could be a really good spot for him. 
Maybe he won't ever be fantasy football good, but Mike White in Carolina, he could he could command that ship pretty well. And I think you know with DJ yeah. Moore, they bring in a, an RB with that that first that top ten pick. You know, you bring in Bijan. If Mike White was commanding uh, signal all caller, I wanted Smitty was in the draft. Bijan at number nine, man. They're not going to do it, but that's all I've been. Bro, can time. you imagine Bijan? Bijan. DJ Moore, the line, the coaching staff, Mike White. Mike and that coaching staff would coach yeah. Mike White well. So that that yeah, it, I agree. Sometimes I get ahead of myself and I admit that to where I think something's way more likely to happen because I'm using what I feel is the best course. And it's not it never ends up happening that way. And it, I'm not saying I'm right or I'm some amazing magician. Like I'm wrong a lot, but I feel like when I when I'm working through some of this. And, and, you know, a lot of moving parts, like you're never, a lot of people say, Smitty, you called that wrong. They he signed somewhere else. Like all this stuff is so hard to predict. It's all domino effect too. If one guy goes one place, the whole board changes, you know? So it's like, it's not easy to predict, but sometimes I use logic. And I think a lot of people feel the same way about it. Like Lamar to, to, to the Ravens, if all these other teams are out and it's the Ravens or Tennessee or, you know, you're looking at these options. The Ravens are stupid not to go get Lamar Jackson. It's their best shot. Maybe they don't succeed with it still, but it's their best shot. And they could still build around him. If you sign Lamar to like a, a, a five to seven year deal, you have five to seven years to make your defense better. You know, so it's like it's not it's not like just because you can't do it in year one, it, it's all for naught. But like... Why the Raiders wouldn't go down this road is beyond me. So I, I don't buy into it. The Raiders, like, and another thing too, you know when someone calls me up and they say, Smitty, this is the thing, this is the thing that makes me laugh more than anything. Hey, Smitty, it's Bob. Um, and uh, I've been talking to the owner of the 1.1 in my rookie only draft, the owner of the 1.2, and the owner of the 1.3. I draft at 1.4. They've all told me that they're drafting these four, three players. And so I should have these two players to choose from. It's like, bro, do you really think that the owners in front of you are going to tell you what they're going to do? Like, I, it's one of the most laughable conversations I have, and I have it over and over and over again with people. Let me wow. a- answer this, David. When someone asks you, what are you going to do with the 1.2? Aren't you thinking of ways that you could maybe devalue the guy you, you want to slip to you? Aren't you? That's the way it works. You know, so like, if I the, mean, I'm going to lie to them. Right. Nobody's going to tell you. You're not going to know what three three of your homies are doing at 1.1, 1. 1, 1. 1.2, and 1. 1.3. Yeah. Give me a break. Like, that's the most ridiculous thing anybody ever says to me. So, my thinking here is the same thing. Hey, Las Vegas Raiders, you're going after Der- uh, you going after Lamar Jackson? Moments after he gets the non-exclusive tag and you dropped your jaw because you're so shocked that he got the non-exclusive tag. Now he's open season and you're asked, are you going after him? Uh, no. Be right back. Hey, Smitty, you know what you should say to those people that call you and tell you that that this one's drafting and told me they're going to draft this and this? You should reply to them with, let me introduce you to Smitty's promo code. Yeah, here's the promo code. Or I could say this. I'd say, hey, you know what? Uh, all three of those guys just got on my text line as well, and they told me the same thing. They told me they know what you're doing. <laughs> um, hey, you know another thing, Smitty, I was watching earlier, man. I was watching PTI earlier, and I did not know this. But Lamar does not have an agent. No, yeah, agent. yeah. We talk about that all the time. His mom, his mom, and him are doing the, running yeah, the whole yeah, show. Mom, that's right. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, that's gonna 
Obviously, that had to play something into it. My son wants $300 million <laughs> guaranteed. Ma'am, that's not even... And he wants it in 20s. He likes to... <laughs> he wants to take one of those Instagram photos where he lays on the pile of cash. Ma'am, we can't do that. And also... That's the way the negotiation's going. That's, that's the way it is. Yeah. He would like a they billboard... Range, he would like a billboard apology on every street sign for the next 10 miles outside of Baltimore. And also, I would like to return this year-old piece of meat that I got from the grocery store. I don't know if you heard about my mom, but my mom returned a year-old piece of meat to the grocery store because... She wouldn't let she wouldn't let up on it. She wouldn't let moms are maybe the best agents. We make fun of it all the time. But maybe this is that gonna is. work out. We, we 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 do make fun of it. I don't think it's wise. <laughs> I don't think it's wise, but maybe somehow, some way, there's that whole like and that could be part of why teams don't want to negotiate them. Maybe maybe they're like, you know, this unreasonable request. I don't know. Like it's really ridiculous to not have an agent because they deal with yeah. this for a reason. And Whatever he's saving in not having an agent, the acquiring team would easily pay that to make it a smooth process. Like, hey, let's. What is it the agent going to get? Okay, let's add that to the deal, and that way you don't feel like you're just losing this amount. But we need to get an agent involved. Um, yeah, you know. You know, honestly, man, I think at the end of the day, he he's. I think between him and Baltimore. This whole situation has become so toxic. I, I don't think that he'll go back to Baltimore. I really don't. I think somebody at the end of the day, they'll come to some kind of agreement and, and he'll go somewhere else. Yeah. I, it, it's, uh, it's, I'm in your boat. It's a, it's a negative part uh, of this process to be franchise tagged. It creates the animosity. It's it's coined the prison tag by the players for a reason, and and at this point, it's like you know, it's it's going to be crazy if a team comes along and offers him a deal that's really low, and he accepts it because he wants to get out of there. The problem with that is then guess what? He's he's stuck in Baltimore forever. Because Baltimore on a bad yeah, and, contract. And I mean, what, what do they have, man? What do they have? I mean, they're not winning anytime soon. They, they, all their running backs get hurt. They have who, Bateman as a receiver. I mean, come on now. Like, Mark Andrews is getting older. He's not at the top of his game anymore. Like, what are, where are they going? I don't see him going anywhere. No, I, I, I think they get rid of Lamar. They're, they're, they're not winning. They're, not, they're a sub-500 team. It doesn't matter how good their defense is. But I think even if they do keep him, like if I was Lamar, I'd be like, man, like, are we winning the Super Bowl? Are we even making the playoffs? The players I really have around me, like, what do I have to work with? Daniel Jones, officially official, uh, been tweeted out by, I think that was a rap report. Um, franchise tag tracking, who got tagged? Let's pull this up. And, you know, we may have missed something that we needed to speak on on the franchise tagging because we're focused so much on the, Maybe on the we Lamar. Barkley. He came in too late. No, he, he I was wondering, but he did get tagged. He got tagged uh, with the non-exclusive franchise tag, which will pay him $10.09 million. Evan Ingram got the uh, non-exclusive franchise tag. Again, anybody could take Evan Ingram. Uh, anybody could take Evan Ingram 
and Barkley. Essentially, Barkley could be had, but no one's going to give up two first-rounders for Barkley. Um, he would be acquired for maybe a first-rounder, given his his how young he is, but no one's going to offer an offer sheet and you know run the risk of having two first-rounders um, taken. Lamar, non-exclusive tag. Jacobs, non-exclusive tag. Uh, let's see. Tony Pollard, non-exclusive tag. Will will not be tagged. Orlando Brown, um, Gardner Johnson, Matt Matt Gay kicker for the Rams. Uh, let's see, Draymond Jones from Denver, uh, Jonathan Jones, cornerback for the Patriots, and that's uh, that's all she wrote. So, pretty much what we expected, minus that Lamar got the non-exclusive tag instead of the exclusive tag. It's crazy. Uh, okay, uh, uh, let's see here, David. Final thoughts. You got twenty seconds. Um, I hope the Panthers don't screw it up this year like they have everything earlier. Yeah. Good luck, pal. I, ho- <laughs> I hope you get. I hope you get yeah. Lamar. I hope they change their mind and they want Lamar or that, that it was. It was Man, I want Bijan, Smitty. I want these. I want to do like when I called you earlier. We're at the number nine spot, man. I would love for us to like move back to maybe 12, 13. Green Bay's right there, 14, 15. Maybe they want to move up with us and get a quarterback, especially if maybe Levitt's is the only one left. Let's move back, draft Bijan, get a first round next year, and go all out for Caleb Williams. Get Caleb Williams and Bijan, and boom, you're set for years. Yeah, that might that might be uh, that would be uh, be crazy, bro. Hey, I appreciate you uh, calling yeah, in. Thanks for staying on the phone so long. Appreciate uh, it, Smitty. You look as slow, dog. You look as slow, man. Thank Keep you. Up the work. Thank you. We're doing it live. Okay, uh, we got uh, Brucey. Brucey, last last thing you want to say, bro, before I, I let you jump, Brucey? Uh, yeah, Smitty, you're 95% of the time right. and uh, I don't know about that. So, appreciate it anyway. <laughs> and, um, uh, Lamar has to get... Uh, has to get done either in uh, Baltimore and they have to uh, support him, or I'm surprised Atlanta don't want him because I want him in Atlanta like you. Yeah, I'm hoping Atlanta, this is not accurate report. Um, I'm, I'm really, really hoping that it's, uh, it's, a, it's a non-accurate report. Brucey, anything else I can do for you, pal? No, that's all so many, like I said. I asked about Chubb, and he did it, and all my other stuff. I'll, I'll see you. All right. Um, see you later, Bruce. Appreciate you. Yep, yep. see ya. All right. I'm going to try and get to these Instagram messages one more time. I don't know if they're going to play. Let's see if they play. Um, sorry, guys, for those that uh, that left the message. This is Bruce's. I already said he left his. Um, Tony's. Tony's won't play. I don't know what's going on with Instagram. Uh, let's see here. Robert, Roberts won't play. Robert's second one won't play. And then uh, voicemail, <sighs> group number two, or let's go to one. Voicemail, group number two. Kevin? What's this mean that i not a Jake? Kevin. Hey, what's up, Smitty? Hey, what's this mean that uh, now that Jacobs is getting uh, franchised back? I mean, uh, they just going to tag him and keep him, or are they planning on trading him? I think they're planning on trading I mean, that it's an interesting concept to, to tag and trade him if, let's say, they don't land Lamar. They're supposedly out on Lamar. 
But if they don't land Lamar, they don't get a good quarterback, maybe they are looking to franchise tag and trade him. But I don't know that there's a big trade market for him. Um, you never know, like we talked about with Barkley uh, earlier on the show, there's a chance that a, a team like the Bengals or the, or the Bills or the Eagles want to make a splash and, and maybe there's some sort of sign-and-trade type of thing. Um, but we'll have to see, bro. It's certainly possible. I mean, that's, that's what the tag's used for sometimes, to trade a player on the tag. But I, w- I would think no. I would think no. And hopefully the Raiders go after Lamar because I want him in a good spot. Appreciate you. So that was... Um, that was Kevin. Thank you, Kevin, for, for dropping that uh, message. And let me see if I can... Uh, Kevin, let me see if I can play this other one right now. If you guys want to leave messages on the daily, all you got to do is go to my Instagram, click the subscribe button. My Instagram is the Fantasy Football Show on Instagram, just like my YouTube handle. Go there, drop a message, or, or click the subscribe button and DM me in a DM and say, Smitty, add me to your group, and then you can just leave a voicemail anytime you want. Let's see if Roberts will play. I don't think Roberts' message is going to play. Gosh dang it. I tried restarting my phone, but anyway. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Appreciate you. I'll see you tonight. We're going live on Instagram. Uh, live on Instagram. We're going live on YouTube to do live drafting. Promo code Smitty. Underdog will match up to $100 in your first deposit if you use promo code SMITTY. We're going to be doing live drafts, live best ball drafts tonight. And we're going to see where some of these guys are going. Where's the lobby going to go? Where's uh, where's Derek Carr going to get drafted in a best ball draft? Let's do it live tonight. See you all back here at midnight, right around midnight to 1230. Um, thanks for, for watching. And uh, we'll be breaking more news. If no, more news breaks, I'll go live again. That's how, that's how we roll because I go live whenever news breaks. Every single Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. I'm live. That's what this show is. And I'm live whenever news breaks. Uh, so subscribe on your way out. Hit that thumb up button on your way out, way out the door. We'll see you later. Later, Space Ricky. Later, Jimmy. Later, uh, Fritz. What's going on? Uh, Welby, appreciate you. Swaggy, T- D-Town. Um, uh, Lupo, appreciate you. Uh, Richard, appreciate you. Mark Marquez, appreciate you, man. Kenneth Palmer, appreciate you. Is Lamar and Daniel Jones is the Russell Wilson. Is he Kyler Murray? No, I don't know what's going on there. I'll come back to it. Uh, Casey, appreciate you. David, appreciate you. Ricardo, Appreciate you. Swavy in the building. Swavy, you need to come back more often. Where you been? Um, Lake Show, subscribe if you're new. Some of you guys I haven't seen before. Welby, make sure you subscribe if you're new. Swavy, where have you been? Um, JCIM, appreciate you. Ron Navy dropping a, a $20 hauler. Where are you going so soon, says Ron Navy. We've been live for an hour and 40 minutes, but we'll be back tonight, Ron, to do drafting and, t- and talk about all this. Ron, appreciate you. Peace out, Ronnie. Oh, I got it. This is a $20 hauler. We got to take care of this man. Ron Navy making it rain in the studio. Appreciate Ron Navy dropping the wad.
People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using burrow or hertz, chase or a JB hull or walker. Did you want to say something to everybody? Yep. Okay. Okay. Did you want to say something about Joseph Burrow? <laughs> Joe Burrow, ha ha ha. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Ha ha ha. All right, get out of here. All right, later, everybody. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Nope, 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 nope. Thank you, love.